This is the Bobby Ho Show. And in this episode, I'm talking about Dolomite Is My Name, the new uh, Eddie Murphy starring Netflix film. Uh, I give it one out of two tired parents who managed to stay away, awake for it on a cold Friday night. But more importantly, it gets six three wines, at least six scenes where I went back and watched three or more times. Now, to be fair, I'm not sure anything would have kept uh, my wife up after a long day, after a long week. Uh, she and I alternate who's going to crash first on Friday. I thought it was going to be me. But, uh, you know, Dolomite, uh, as funny as it is, has kind of a slow burn of a start. And it's best appreciated with a little more gas in your tank, a little more spring in your eyelids. So, thankfully, I had both last Friday night. Um, and because she fell asleep, I had the remote to myself. So, I was able to watch as I pleased and got to rewind the scenes that I liked multiple times, which I did. So this is not a full review. Dolomite, from what I can see on on Twitter, lots of people love it. I think you'll love it. It's hilarious. Um, Wesley Snipes, I have no words. He alone uh, is worth watching the movie, but the whole cast is amazing. Um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, I'll say this about uh, what I really enjoyed from his role. I enjoyed Eddie Murphy's Rudy Ray Moore better than his Rudy Ray doing Dolomite. Um, I thought the way that he brought um, just that raw emotion, the the middle-aged frustration and disappointment, the yearning, the drive, the desire to create something to be seen and known, um, that was also raw and real and authentic and I really enjoyed watching Eddie Murphy in those scenes. Him doing Dolomite was fun, but I don't know. It um, For me, it was a little sticky. I don't even know how to describe it. It just, um, you know, it's not even like I'm some sort of Dolomite expert or, or you know, I know, you know, Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy. So far be it for me to, you know, say something about um, his, his comedic chops. But something about his Dolomite to me was just, I don't know, it was a little extra, just was it was not the part I enjoyed the most of the movie. Him doing um, Dolomite when they were filming the movie, that was fun to watch. But him doing kind of like the stand-up and the, I don't know, that was just a little, 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 little less engaging than him actually playing the character. Um, and the scenes that he had with Divine Joy Randolph's Lady Reed, just uh, tender, powerful you know the it was just really present the the chemistry they had that was really fun to watch i did wish there was more in the ensemble itself all the different um other supporting actors more of them to do with each other i think it made would have made the movie a little more fun it was it was a lot of um you know eddie murphy carrying the weight as dolomite uh his scenes opposite wesley snipes were amazing again worth the movie alone um so there were some things I wish I saw a little bit more of. One thing I was wondering about was, was there something missing in the southerness of Rudy Ray Moore not being brought out more? Now, it was written into the script. It was you know clear that he was from Arkansas, wanted to leave Arkansas behind him, came to L.A., was yearning to um, you know make it big. And, you know, wasn't like they were trying to cover up where he came from or, or what that meant to him or, um, you know, when he kind of did the, the Chitlin comedy circuit that, you know, he didn't have any kind of um, 
connection or understood who he was. That's not what I mean. I don't necessarily say that uh, Eddie Murphy should have tried to put on more of a Southern accent. It's just that there seems to be a little bit of a pattern in some movies when they're playing these um, biographical characters where uh, something in kind of that Southern soulfulness in, in, in the, in especially in, in male characters, just it doesn't make it to the big screen. I'm thinking of the James Brown movie, Get On Up, specifically with um, the Bobby Bird character. Uh, if you, or when I listen to James Brown records and I listen to Bobby Bird and I listen to Bobby Bird interviews and I see kind of the way that Bobby Bird was portrayed on screen, uh, something about him was not there on screen that is so powerful and raw in his performance and in what I heard in the interviews. Um, some extent, same thing about Green Book and Donald Shirley. Donald Shirley, uh, you listen to him, even though he, you know, he was he was from Florida. I don't know how much time he actually spent uh, in his in his childhood, but you hear the South in his voice. Um, now I know characterization is not an impersonation; it's an artistic license to represent the character in the story. Um, you might ask, well, does it make a difference? I think. In the case of Rudy Ray Moore, it kind of does because from what I read or saw in interviews about him, that was part of his chip on his shoulder where he realized and knew who he was and where he came from. And that was part of why he thought that he would never make it or be accepted, that there was something that was just kind of country about him, that he thought that the kind of um, Hollywood system rejected or or, or wasn't um, into magnifying and, and giving a starring role to. Uh, then, you know, just reading up a little bit about him, apparently when he was in the Army, he had this comedy act, and he was known as the Harlem Hillbilly. So his southernness, to some extent, was, you know, part of it. And that was kind of part of the chip that he had on his shoulder that kind of brought the, the rawness to Dolomite. And, you know, thinking about why, when he kind of figured out that he could do this Dolomite character, what made it click, some people said that part of it was, you know, the raspiness in his voice, the kind of southern rawness in his voice, together with the material, uh, compared to other things that he tried to do before. Like, that's one of the things that brought that character um, some authenticity. So, I don't know, seems just like, you know, when, when these southern men come to the big screen, that part of it is missing. It's something that just somehow moving forward it'd be kind of interesting to see how it gets portrayed. I don't know, um, you know, who they might do it to, but uh, something to think about. Other things that I thought about Dolomite, you know, uh, things that I loved, uh, the whole play on the light. When um, he, when Eddie Murphy's character as Rudy Ray Moore is just watching the light in the movie theater and it's just dawning on him, you know, I can be in those lights. He's magnified, transfixed by the lights. And then when they're finally making the movie and there's the, the play on kind of the, the kind of classic Hollywood shtick when, when the lights come on and, and the song comes on and this like magical moment that usually you, you wouldn't expect in a movie like this, that to me was an amazing. I had to pause it and just sort of give a silent clap to the movie. said, wow, that was, that, was, uh, that was pretty cool how they did it. And maybe I'm also just thinking of the light because I happened to see The Lighthouse with my wife on Saturday night, the next night. And that's a whole movie you got to experience. Um, 
But, you know, you have two guys who are going crazy in pursuit of the light. So you really got to respect that Rudy Ray Moore, you know, that same kind of drive that if it turns on itself, the desire to transform and become somebody new to be seen to um, to be seen in the light. Uh, it has a power that can that can eat somebody up. So, again, the the rawness that Eddie Murphy brought to just kind of overcome every every barrier so that he could achieve that. That, that was pretty amazing. That was that was real. Um, other thoughts. Just again, total side thought. Uh, was kind of laughing that the movie that they did go to see, which was, I think, the um, version of Front Page with Walter Matthau and, and, and Jack Lemmon, um, I had to laugh because it seems like uh, even though he's, he's trying to portray or, you know, it really was contrasting that that was the version of humor that was popular in Hollywood and Rudy Ray Moore is this outsider, this, this guy who never would have, um, wasn't his brand of humor. It's not what he wanted to see. It's not what he wanted to make. But seems like Eddie Murphy uh, always or has this relationship with these kind of um, Jewish comedians that he loves to play with and make fun of. Um, so I'm thinking of obviously coming to America and, and the, the guys that him and Arsenio played in the barbershop. <laughs> um, again, I don't know what it is with... Um, those comedians, whether, you know, I'd love to hear an interview or just go a little bit deeper and ask him about his opinions, whether he thinks they're funny. I love Walter Matthau. I, I, you know, I, I had to watch Hopscotch a lot when I was growing up with my grandmother. And then uh, going back, um, Sunshine Boys, when it's on TMC, cracks me up. I, I rewind that a couple of times, too. But maybe that's just me. Anyway, there's something with the, uh, the fact that that's the movie that he chose that I'm wanting just to dig a little deeper about. Um, Thinking a little bit even further, uh, so the light, the old Jewish guys, um, I'm thinking about the impact that this movie will have in the Oscars. So people are obviously pushing for Eddie Murphy, uh, for him to win something, for um, Wesley Snipes, uh, for him to win something. I'm not sure if either of them are going to get nominated or the movie, but Jennifer Lopez, a lot of people are pushing for as a Best Actress nominee. And there is a direct connection between Rudy Ray Moore and Jennifer Lopez. So if Jennifer Lopez is nominated for an Oscar or a Golden Globe, Rudy Ray Moore will be there. Ready? Here we go. Rudy Ray Moore in his um, guerrilla filmmaking, in his don't care about what they say you're supposed to do, I'm going to do it and make it happen, from what I understand, influenced Robert Townsend, when he made Hollywood Shuffle. Hollywood Shuffle, Robert Townsend made with Keenan Ivory Wayans, who um, starred in it, co-starred in it, and I think also co-wrote it. Hollywood Shuffle helped launch Keenan Ivory Wayans' career uh, for him ultimately to make, um, I think, his next film and then to be in In Living Color. Jennifer Lopez, as we all know, was a fly girl dancing hip hop, also influenced by Rudy Ray Moore, on In Living Color. Rudy Ray Moore, Robert Townsend, Keenan Ivory Wayans, In Living Color, Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo's at the Oscars, Rudy Ray Moore is at the Oscars. But also thinking about the influence, I was, um, I loved Dolomite Is My Name, and I thought, man, that's just some, just some confidence, just some swag, just 
put your weight on it. Just, just don't care what you don't know. Don't care what they say. Just move forward kind of confidence that I wish I had. So I, I had me thinking, what can I do? What is my Dolomite is my name? So from now on, I'm thinking Bobby Ho is going to be known as the Calypso curmudgeon. The railer against stupidities and idiots of our age, the appreciator of the beauty and the sublime. So, I'm Bobby Ho, the host will make you wonder how you ever rode the train without my episodes to ponder. I'm Bobby Ho, and this is my show. And thank you for listening. Outro music by Ivy Sparrow.